0: Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast, where I talk with movement enthusiasts to learn who they are, what they do, and why they do it. My guest today is Giles D'Souza. Welcome, Giles. How are you today? I'm
1: great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. You've got some bomber internet. We're all the way across the planet, and I'm just like, I don't know, the frame rates, so this is going to be good. Uh, I love to nerd out. Yeah, I have... I have not. Oh, what are you going to say?
1: I was like, and it's going to drop right now. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> moment you say it <laughs> No. <laughs> uh,
0: I've seen everything in the world happen. <laughs> I have had calls drop right in the middle. I had one, somebody I was talking to in <laughs> Mumbai. And right in the middle of him talking, the last frame that I got a video was him in the dark. So it was like the power went out. Wow! And we, I like he didn't come on for like twelve hours. He like messaged me the next day, like sorry. Um, anyway, I'm off on technology space. I I think I last saw you. I've seen you a few times now in re- in real life. Um, which is rare for people who are normally on opposite sides of the big blue globe. Uh, I think I last saw you at rendezvous, not American rendezvous of people listening at rendezvous um, in England. Uh, but I don't think we actually had a chance to chat, except maybe at the infamous pub gathering afterwards. That was awesome. So and where you uh,
1: have, and where I realize you have very gigantic hands at that one. Oh, uh, right. game we played. Yes. That, Man. That was,
0: was that? I forgot about that. Um, I have told
1: at least like, so many people over the size of your hands. It's insane. I'm sorry. <laughs> In
0: now I'm self-conscious. All right. Uh, no, no. Um, but I, when, before we pressed record, we were talking about like what you've been up to. And you mentioned that um, you were over uh, overseas or away for several months. And then when you came back, it kind of became this opportunity to rebalance. And I'm just thinking you know, what's been on your mind? Like when you returned, what was that like to sort of have a chance to reset and to reimagine what your day-to-day was going to be?
1: So, yeah. So the great thing about leaving was it's such that when you come back, you can kind of come back to a fresh slate that you've panned out for yourself. So for the longest time, and even now, when you work for yourself, the idea becomes that when I'm not working, I'm kind of losing money. Like, instantly losing money because the less work <laughs> the less work you do it, that's it's a task man yeah. it's it's directly proportionate to the amount of income you have so for a long time that used to be the driving factor of uh, how my schedule would play out and like i told you it used to be a very crap schedule where i should finish off with work at sometimes at 12 in the evening say 12 in the night midnight and then start my training at one in the morning and then sleep at 3 30 4 o'clock five o'clock in the morning and then Get up at seven in the morning and take classes mm. and then nap for an hour and then take classes again and again work out at once. So in a way, it just got me to physically stop doing that. Like it was like a stop, hard stop. And when I've come back now, it's been like a rediscovery of, you know, you can take this time for yourself, you can take this time for your clients, take this time for this. And anything above that is it's fine. Just let it go. Mm.
0: Uh yeah, there is I don't know that I ever did that, like that I ever pushed it <laughs> to that level, but I distinctly remember um a couple times in the show I've talked about ages, and I distinctly remember the age of fire, the you know, make your mark in the world, make a dent in the universe, carve your path. All very destructive metaphors, right? Um, but there's definitely a time and a place for that mm-hmm. in everybody's life. Um, and then I don't know if you've ever thought about those are if you've ever thought about that as being a transition like um, are you are you aware because it sounds like that that transition now you're probably never going back to that there wasn't anything wrong with that but you're never going to go back to wanting to carve your way like that and now do you see new opportunities that, that are available having shifted this way
1: yes a lot to be honest with you so I've come to the understanding that uh, that was a great path also, like, to be honest with you, I would go back and do it again, like as hectic as it sounds, or as crazy as it sounds, <laughs> I would actually go back and do it again. Because in a way, it, it shows you how much you're really capable of if shit hits the fan. Like yeah. if tomorrow, there's a certain situation, like right now, I'm privileged to have a slightly comfortable situation where I can choose work, when to do it, how to do it, you know, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But if the situation arises where I don't have the choice to choose, I know that I can go back into that. So in a way, it kind of creates that foundation, that inner thing that, you know, this, this is a different season. That was a different season. But life is what you kind of make of it and what you can take away from it. And in the now, like you asked, uh, in terms of opportunities, I've realized that there's a struggle phase of mind and there's an at ease phase of mind. Mm. And for the longest time, and you just keep trying hard and trying hard and like hammering a nail into a wall, you sometimes forget that you have a screwdriver or you have like a tool that you could use. <laughs> right. and you have like, you know. And now when you take a step back, you're like, you know what? I have all this at my disposal, and I can use this tool for this and that tool for that. And I can probably build from this into this. And it just kind of lets you think in a more growth perspective way rather than a survival kind of a way. Mm. So that's the great perspective.
0: There's a grasping that's not healthy, right? Like if Mm -hmm. you are, I mean, it's one thing to have, uh, I think everybody's on the same page about the traditional Western consumerism grasping. Okay, that's bad. But there's still, there can be a more subtle kind of grasping where I can be thinking, oh, I hope nothing goes wrong. Like you can actually grasp for peace or you can grasp not for, like prosperity but just sort of like I hope nothing goes wrong I hope I don't get bothered and I'm just going to be doing my own thing you know Craig I'm just gonna be doing my own thing I'm training. I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna be a positive influence in the world and I hope nothing goes wrong you know and then you have like a plumbing problem just saying, <laughs> yeah, just saying. Yeah. I was digging a ditch yesterday. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, okay. but I actually enjoyed it because it was gorgeous and the sun was out. And I'm in eastern Pennsylvania, and it can go to 20 below centigrade. So it was. It actually was above freezing. It was like five Lovely. in the sun. Lovely. I'm like, this is great. I'm standing in a waist deep ditch. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I I think you're. I don't want to say you're onto something, but I think you make a good point about knowing what one is able to do. You can kind of keep that in your back pocket as like, uh, all right, if I need to, I can help a friend move, you know, for a week and I'll be okay. Um, so I think that's pretty insightful, um, mm. but I'm I'm hoping everybody else is going, yeah, guys, we know that. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. if they're not, that's, things can be rough. Yeah. What, it also, um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You were going to say oh, and also.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. It also helps you understand perspective as to why do what you're doing it's like sure you can work so much you can get this xyz amount of money and this and that but I've also realized that to an extent living disciplined like in a way where you use the things you need to use and there's a big difference between needing something and wanting something Mm -hmm. and a lot of times our desires are created more from a want of a certain thing which helps us lose ourselves in a lot of different ways rather than what do you need right now and then if you can be in a place place where you have like a need premium, like a need plus. Like, these are your needs. <laughs> but right. this is nice where you need to, to be. Yeah. yeah, in that slightly above your need area. And you can live there comfortably. I think that's where you should be happy. Hmm. And if at all, you can make that into something else without the takeaway from, you know, your life energy and putting this and putting that into different ways and perspective, whatever, whatever. That's a healthy way of growth. I think, At least it's what I'm
0: aiming for right now. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. I I think my, I was going to say my challenge, as if I only have one. But my my challenge is I think of uh, arguably, I'm going to say good things. I think of good things like, oh, you know, I should do X or I should change this about the show. Or I should, I look at the hundreds of episodes, you know, in this show and other shows that I have. And I go, oh, I should go back and clean up the episode notes because it's not really searchable. And and then I'm like, yeah, that would only take me like 300 hours. <laughs> so, I, just because I can think of something and because I think it's a good idea, then I feel this this tension to like make it happen. And and there's a multiplier. Like, you know, one moment of thinking leads to like x hours of having to do if I try to dig into it. And there's just more than I could ever do. So that having to choose like once you once you realize you have power you have ability you have capability then next you have have to work on refining the discernment of like this is a path worth taking this is a path that i should just leave like don't have Mm -hmm. to come back to it Mm -hmm. Um, so i find that as a constant struggle that discernment or that the decision, you know, the root in English, the root of the word "decision" means to to cut off, like to decide, um and that's a really good. Like, remember, Craig, you're going to have to cut off some opportunities here and choose one out of seventeen. Wow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my thinking. Anyway, that's, no, 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 that's that's great. Yeah, I'm letting it like marinate in my head. It's it's it's, it's, it's a lovely. It's a yeah yeah yeah. It's a it's a lovely way to choose, like. And it also, in a way, it empowers you, right? It's like, um, yes. When you know it's your choice and you've chosen to do this, it's the path that you want to walk on. You walk on that path. It's like, yeah. If you walk on a path, you and show up. A lot yeah. of distraction on the side. You won't be on this path, and you won't be on that path. You'll just be scattered. Whereas yeah. sometimes you just need to be like an arrow that goes straight. So that's yeah. That, I need to think on that. It's it, it's nice. Thank you. <laughs>
0: You're very welcome. I wasn't intending to to go that way, but there's an interesting, um, uh, there's like multiple ways to be in your own head. And like, sometimes I can, I can be in my head too much and thinking and thinking. And then I don't necessarily, um, I have been spotted muttering and walking (laughs) people like, who's that crazy guy. Um, But generally I don't get stuck in like loops Wow, oh, why did this happen, or why did who's why? You know, I don't get in those kinds of loops, but I can very much begin to imagine complex things. And lately, I've been getting mileage out of thinking, "Yeah, okay, so what?" Like that's a really great idea, or I think it's an idea, so I should probably build a prototype and then show it to people, or I should set up this meeting. And when I start getting down to "Yeah, but so what," then that really helps me focus on. A lot of times the answer is I'd like to stop thinking about that and enjoy the rest of my walk. So I find that trying to imagine taking conceptual things out to the real world often helps me let go of them so that I can be in the moment because you're always somewhere, like you're always doing something. Maybe you're going to sleep or meditating, but I find that when I actually imagine, okay, but how do I change from thinking to doing, then that helps me just stop thinking. I don't know. Hmm. Do you have a yeah. meditation practice or do you perambulate, you know, go strolling and thinking, or what do you do to give yourself more space?
1: I spend time by myself. I spend time by myself in my dark room over here. And it's either while you're training or it's either while you're just sitting down and thinking, or it's, say, sometimes if you're doing something and even, so as a personal trainer, you sometimes understand that your clients, to a certain extent, they unload a lot of emotional baggage onto you as well so <laughs> bring a hand truck here oh yeah 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 so it's lovely in a way because you get to learn kind of from other people's mistakes and situations in life and problem solve how you would deal with future situations or if you're in a similar situation it's like you use other people's problems to kind of fix To to give you a power. It sounds so. It sounds so weird. So it's 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 the smallest thing from like uh, someone who is just failing to overcome an obstacle or overcome a challenge that they have. And the easiest thought process is like it sounds so weird and so easy to say. Like and for me, it's very easy to do. Also, it's like just just let it go. Just let it go, and it has no power over you anymore. It's like if you focus on that one thing that someone's either said about you or someone's hurt you or cheated you of something, let it go. The only thing that can hurt you in life, like if it's not really physical harm that's coming towards you, the only other thing that can hurt you in your life is your own brain and how much you churn out that problem and, you know, just stay in that thought process. Hmm. So, yeah, so in my way of learning, letting things go is a good thing, but also meditating on how you can learn from mistakes to not encounter these situations again is another thing. Like recently my girlfriend and me were having a chat and she's like, you know, this person has been cheated with this and that person has been cheated with that. And you know, like it's, it's so sad when people cheat each other and you know, rob money from me from other people and stuff like that. And I'm like, to be honest, like I've, the first thing that comes to me is if I've been cheated out of money or out of time or out of love or out of anything in life, it's my own fault for putting myself in that situation. Number one. Number two is I can take it as something where I hold the other person very tightly. Like, you know, where, I'm, where I feel entitled to an apology or I feel mm-hmm. entitled towards something coming back or I feel entitled towards, you know, yeah, it whatever. And then that creates another negative feedback loop that I'll end up having. And it's like, you know, that's not going to cause me any joy in life. So the easiest thing to do is to cut that person out live the rest of your life because you have all your life to earn money. You have all your life to enjoy life. You have all your life to, you know, things only end when they end. So it's like the faster you let things go and the faster you're able to like move forward and bounce back. It's like, it's a great thing. So, So that's mostly been like where I have been off late and where I've been thinking of, but when it comes to meditation, I do most of my meditation in my dark room while I'm sitting in my thoughts, while I'm working out and
0: yeah, sometimes you just sit down and, think <laughs> you're the way you were talking about that reminded me and and I can't remember where I first heard this so that I didn't make this up it's somebody I read this but I can't remember who um and the idea is that if you imagine thinking about all of the times that somebody said something insulting or derogatory or stole from you or damaged something or scratched your car or stole your bicycle. Uh, well, actually, stole your bicycle doesn't work. Imagine all these things that you have no idea about. If they stole your bike, you would notice. But all these things that you don't realize. You you lost a pair of gloves and it never occurred you know, like and when I think about that, I'm like, oh yeah, I have no opinion about those things. Those things don't bother me at all. So then you you suddenly begin to realize, well, then actually is the insult or the loss or the negative aspect of it doesn't that really just come from my assessment of it and if I don't know about it then it has to be neutral. Yeah. Um, so I, I it was just that idea was running through my head as you were talking about letting go. I definitely think it's a, a wise way to do it. Oh.
1: In a funny way though, uh it brings back to parkour and other things as well in a very beautiful way. So and also how different times different seasons, like you change your perspective over movement and perspective Mm -hmm. over everything. But I remember I used to have a conversation with this person who I was practicing with some time ago. And I told him, I'm so scared to do this. And he's like, first think about all the problems that you could have. I was like, oh yeah, I could jump, bump my knee into this, slip, hit this, do that, you know, (laughs) smash this, smash that. And like, you know, whatever, whatever. He's like, yeah, but what's your, what is the reality of your life right now? Are any of those things, like, happening to you? And I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, then why are you letting it happen to you? Why are you letting a reality that doesn't exist already affect you and you can just, you know, live in that one brief moment and do what you need to do? So I was like, damn. And then I tried practicing it. And I was like, man, that, that makes so much sense. It makes so much sense in life or general. Like, not only in terms of, like, movement or in terms of whatever. It makes so much sense in just, like, now it's like if you go out to drive your car and you think like, Oh no, I might get into this accident or that thing or this thing. And this person's going to rob me at gunpoint or that's going to happen. It's like, you never get into your car. It's like, Bro, I just said, oh. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about there's a joy, like a real like Zen joy in training when you're doing something that's, you know, got some element of risk to it. Um, but that is like, oh, well, yeah, if I bang my knee, it'll be like the 1100th time that I've banged my <sighs> knee. <laughs> like it's not, not a, not a world-ending thing. Um, and the disasters, which aren't really disasters, but the disasters always surprise you. Oh, I didn't expect that to happen, you know? Yeah. I didn't expect the entire brick wall to fall over. I thought, oh. you know, I'm not expecting a loose brick on top, not that the whole wall went over, you know? So there's there's always something that you don't expect, um,
1: the brick wall falling down is something that actually happened to me at on a building on like the 10th floor of a building or something there was this (laughs) abandoned building and we were doing like a shoot on top of it and i was climbing this wall over and over again and suddenly like near the ledge of it i was like you know what just to make like a better shot i should do it near the ledge of the wall (laughs) but then right I went to pull up and the entire wall just comes down, and I fall like just a few feet close, and I'm like, "Damn. Mm. Giants. Yeah, not an ab- ab- abandoned area. Make sure the wall doesn't fall down. So. <laughs> yeah. Check your surroundings, better Surprises. <laughs> Surprises. Yeah. Not very no. nice. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I mean, you, you kind of need surprise and stress that, you know, in stress is growth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like not to be torn into not that much stress, but in oh, stress yeah. there's growth. I'm wondering what else do you do um, that's restorative or regenerative? Like, do you have, you know, do you have a practice for reading or do you go to, I mentioned if I asked before, whether you went walking, but you didn't, we didn't go that far in that thread, but like, you know, do you walk or do you? prefer social time with other people or what what are what are the things that energize you
1: so for me it's the opposite of social time it's alone time that dejuvenates me that's for one uh, I've come to realize I can I think I'm getting more of that as I'm becoming older I've always known I've, I've been a bit of a recluse where I like to stay on my own and talking to people and they're coming back to being on my own to the point where all my friends are like, "Man, are you going to call that old man Giles out today, or are you going to like waste your time calling <laughs> old man Giles out today?" Like, <laughs> like, Here, talk man. to my voicemail. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's to the point where like my friends call me and my phone's ringing and I'm like looking at my phone, waiting for it to die, so I can just keep it back down and like go back to. <laughs> okay.
0: you know you can disable the ringer entirely
1: it's more fun though when it when it rings and dies because now they all know like these friends of mine they know me so they know i'm just sitting and watching my phone ring so i literally get a message
0: (laughs) bro seriously pick up right
1: (laughs) so that's one thing the other thing is i used to like walking a lot but the state of the air and the environment around right now in mumbai it's gotten really bad so getting out of your house is more detrimental in terms of like Hmm. what you're taking into your body, because I really believe what you put into your body is also very important, like mentally, physically, everything, everything, everything. But uh, if you're walking out on the purpose of like restoring your mind or thinking about something or listening to a podcast, like I used to do that a lot. So I used to go to a gym that was around 35 or 40 minutes away walking. So I used to just like walk the distance out. And it used to be really nice because I should just sit there listen to something, walk on the road, go to the gym, mm. do my training, coach, whatever, have like fun time with like those few friends who used to come like to the gym as well. They were movement people itself and then walk back home. And uh, now I feel like I can't do that anymore. So it's just been at home. <laughs> Most of the time, I only go out to coach my clients or that one off where I go and actually meet my friends and or train with some other people.
0: Well, what's keeping you What's keeping you there? Why don't you pick up roots and find some space that's walkable? You know, find a smaller city that's walkable, that's got the things you want?
1: So the problem is Mumbai is the place that has the money as well. So most people who understand movement disciplines, like it's all very new in India. And it's even like, you know, like it's something that's been coming up in the last 10 years or so and i remember earlier if i should go to a park and do bear walks for example mm-hmm. people used to in hindi it's called kutte where they say like dog it's like why are you walking like a dog and you keep hearing people say like oh, he's just like a mad person or something something <laughs> something or oh, you know whatever whatever but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's qm that means yeah. we're mad yes yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it's it's yeah it's and then the thing is, oh, what do you call it? Now, if you go and do it, people will actually say, Oh, you're doing a quadruple movement, or you're doing like a bear walk, or you're, you're doing parkour, like earlier when said parkour, they should be like, huh? Like, what? Like, what? like what's parkour? Like, yep. you, so it's getting to the point where people are understanding disciplines and everything. And be, Mumbai being like the city where there are a lot of expats that are this, that are that, like a better foundation is built up. So where I can use the skills that I have and coach people in the way I want to coach people, it kind of makes sense to just be here
0: for now hmm. yeah it's challenging hmm. That's, you know when you're in a spot this is where yeah. the opportunity is but you know we were talking before about carving your path so you're not quite done i don't want to say struggling but you're not quite done loading the stress to get what you yeah what, <clears throat> what you yeah. need to do um, yeah where um Where would you go uh, and why would you go if you had a plane ticket to go anywhere?
1: Anywhere with mountains. So (laughs) I'll explain to you my my, my dream, hopefully dream house situation. It'll be somewhere in the mountains where I get water from my own fresh spring Mm -hmm. where I have like something on the side, like near the spring only that like runs on its own generator and I get my hydroelectricity or solar energy or whatever. And I'm connected to Wi-Fi. That's it. If I have that, I'm going to be like the happiest person <laughs> on the planet. Because <laughs> I'll have the fresh air. Eh? I'll have the jungle environment to just enjoy and spend time in, like the quiet that there is. I'll also get the opportunity of putting all the lights off and look at the stars. Because I remember mm. when I was in London and um, say so when I was in the UK, my friend took me to Wales and my, he took me to like a remote village in Wales. He he'd gotten a new car. He loves to drive. So, and we went there and the st- The stars, they were. S- I've never seen stars like that in my life, and I, and I would l- lie on the grass or whatever and just spend a good like hour and a half or something, just looking mm-hmm. at it and just you
0: understanding the
1: insignificance slash significance slash everything. It's insane.
0: You can just imagine ancestors yeah. like yeah. There's there's yeah. a whole. I read an article. There's a whole piece of our not just our history but who who we are as people like what it means to be a person the night sky is a completely different thing um and the amount of mythology that every culture attaches to the night sky and i don't want to say everybody but a lot of people especially if you have access to the internet a lot of people in any kind of developed space no more night sky i mean there there is actually a project astronomers have put together that asks you to go out at night, look up and, and it has like a list. Like, can you see the North star? Can you see, you know, the North or South? And it starts with like the brightest stars in the sky. Like, can you see this? And most people can only see like 10 stars. There are a few that are so bright. They shine through whatever the, you know, is overhead with lights Mm -hmm. and smog. But I've been in places where I've been in places where it's so dark that Mars casts a shadow. (laughs) we had to stand around for like 20 minutes until i had enough you know night vision to be able to even see but when you get in a place that's that dark your your eyes react like you you suddenly realize oh we're also equipped for this type of it's not pitch black it's star-filled sky um so uh, if i think most people have had a chance to experience that but if you haven't if you're going what are these guys talking about oh please make a journey somewhere where there's dark skies and experience that things like the aurora borealis or Aurora Australis, Australias, whichever the one in the Southern Hemisphere is. When you see them, you're like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> this now is not, it. this is not what I'm used to. Yeah. 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 It's, it's
1: a beautiful planet. It's a beautiful, it's everything is just like, so like, I don't know. Yeah, even, it's in, it's like, we can't imagine it with our brains. Like, I feel like it's, it's insane to imagine. Like, if you think about everything out there it's mad and yeah. all co- comes together and, and looks yes we've gets. messed up yeah.
0: a lot of it but there is yeah. huge amounts of it that are still yeah. quite nice um but i think most i kind of feel like most people who have the parkour or the movement bug they also have not the travel bug but they also have the yeah you have to burst your narrow perspective in order to get the Movement vision, and then along with that sort of comes the what's over that hill vision, which yeah. leads people to explore. yeah, um, I try to be mindful of it, you know every once in a while you fly across the Atlantic, it's like, hmm, you know, I got to do a lot of good to make up for the nine hundred kilograms it's say like, it's a lot like there's a lot of kilograms of carbon <clears throat> that is re- you know responsible. Mm. Um, I have a dream that one day they will start weighing us on airplanes. I want them yeah. to charge us because that's actually what matters is the total weight. Yeah. I want to know like everybody on the scale, luggage, carry ons, everything on the scale. And then you just pay per kilogram.
1: <laughs> that would be the best thing in the Americans world. Americans like, will freak honestly, out. Yeah, you Americans <laughs> will freak out. I know. I know. Man, I've seen these pictures and videos of these people who are like obviously like very, very obese and they've bought one single seat. Mm-hmm. And everyone around them is uncomfortable because of that one single <laughs> seat. I'm like, bro, just get two, man. Like, why are you making everyone <laughs> suffer? Like,
0: well, they won't uh, sell you two. It's part of the problem that you can't. Yeah. You, you, yeah, it's one. Yeah.
1: Oh, they can't sell you two?
0: No, I don't think you can buy an extra airplane seat and not put a person. Like, there has to be a person assigned to the seat, which doesn't what? make sense to me. That makes, you know, like, why can't two people buy three and have a row? Honestly, you know. On yeah.
1: sort of anyway. Um. In fact, it's better for them. They are saving on kilograms of weight on the That's what I'm life. thinking. Like, yeah, I bought three <laughs> seats, and
0: didn't, I didn't bring any kilograms along. Um, it is. It is. There's so many. There's so many things about travel that you know we could talk about. And I, I really think it's worth the effort um, to go a long distance. And then, as long as you're not, as long as you're not collecting, like I went here, and you know, check I went here, checkmark. I went here, checkmark. I saw New Zealand, checkmark. I saw, you know, don't do that. Um, But if you're really going someplace and you're trying to leave behind as much of your daily life as you can and you're trying to like go there with a blank slate, like I want to go get, I want to go steep, you know, like like tea. I want to steep in the culture as much as I can. um, Then I think travel's worthwhile. But
1: yeah. It's like travel for the experience of it and for what you can think of maybe in your old age, like the memories that it brings, like the pure experience of it rather than going with a checklist of I need to do this. I need to do that. And yeah. You know, that kind of ruins right. the present.
0: Yeah. I hit the five things that are on, are on uh, yeah. TripAdvisor. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. No, no, <laughs> thanks. <laughs>
0: what else is top of mind for you here? I'm watching our time tick by.
1: Ah, uh, so since you're talking about like universe and everything, if you want to go back to the, the thought of, you know, the, the mindset of the nothingness that, was what I was thinking into. Mm. I don't know how to put it into how we could talk about it right now, but if you want to think I about often that.
0: talk about being temporarily conscious. So some of those people say like, what is consciousness? Where does this come from? And I'm like, well, wherever it comes from, it disappears every night when you go to sleep, right? So there's like these very small moments, something like 16 hours a day for something like 50 to 75 or 100 years. There are these brief moments when you're conscious. The rest of the time, the billions of years before that, after that, and all those night hours of sleep. Um, so it it really is, quite frankly, a miracle, you know, that you even wake up as the same consciousness. I, that I wake up and I'm like, hmm still me you know like what's what's to stop you from waking up as somebody different so i, I think there's wow. a lot of value in thinking about that i don't want to like meditate depressively on nothingness but being mindful of you know fifty thousand years from now nothing i do makes a difference okay. <laughs> and, and that's a blink of an eye on the global timescale
1: i think rather than making it feel like a depressive thought it's more like a beautiful thought where you know we've been given this now to live life and experience it it's like something i tell people is like when you spend like uh the 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 true currency isn't money the true currency is time and -hmm. because that's genuinely something we don't get back like even the present it's gone it's become the past it's like we're here just for that brief and second and every second we live is also closer to the second that we end up not living anymore we end up dying or whatever but every second is so important and it's so magical to be able to experience these seconds and what you can build from it like even if it's something just if you wanted to sit on and watch tv man fine go ahead and do it but like, it shouldn't be like a very whatever thought but uh it's like enjoy the seconds that you have that make up the time that you're alive and the time that you're conscious and the time that you're
0: mm. doing things yeah
1: one of the other reasons why I like personal training and not traveling a lot is I'm not wasting time in traffic. <laughs>
0: <It's>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, Man. I remember what it was like to drive places to go to work and I'm just like, oh my that God. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but here in the States, especially we have a problem with how things are designed. So things are not meant to be walkable and it's, that's a slow, it's a big ship, little rudder till that begins to change. But mm. I think it will just takes generations of people to change, you know, everybody who grows up going, why is it this way? Well, eventually yeah. they're the people building things and they're going to build it the better way. So yeah. I have hope. I continue to be hopeful. Uh, all right. I guess I will just say, and of course, the final question, three words to describe your practice.
1: All right. So for one, it is to overcome and it's to build a strong mind and a strong body. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's basically my discipline towards like practice and anything.
0: Cool. Uh, well, Giles, it was a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you again. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time. I always love a great little pre-call and then a little conversation before we started. So thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to get to know you a little bit better. And I'm really happy that we got a chance to share your thoughts.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for the opportunity to come here and sh- share my thoughts. It's like most of the time when you end up thinking by yourself, you're like, you know, am I a madman? Am I uh, uh, is something wrong? <laughs> 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 is whatever. Am I really that am I a psycho that everyone says you're sitting in a room? And you're mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's great to be able to share your thoughts. <laughs> and thank you for the opportunity as well. <laughs>